don't want to do either of those things. Yeah, but if you had to, though. We set the scene. We have a choice. We must decide on the correct answers. I'm Kyle. And I am Nathan. You are. You are Nathan for the penultimate... Penultimate? Penultimate. <laughs> I am the penultimate Nathan. You are penultimate Nathan. I am more than just ultimate. You are penultimate. <laughs> you I are believe. made of molten lava. <laughs> yes, that's what penultimate means. That's yes. fact number one, kids. We're moving in fast and hot with those facts. Yeah, well, we need to get in as many more facts as we can now, because as I was trying to say, this is the penultimate Nathan, because it's the penultimate episode it's of our podcast. Nathan, it's the Nathan. This is second to last Nathan of them all. Of them all, yes. Because, yeah, obviously, at the end of every episode, we kill you off and clone a new one. Don't give away the secrets, Kyle, <laughs> the, the, magi- the, the, the podcasting magic that is the killing a clone and cloning him again <laughs> for some purpose. Oh, it keeps you fresh. It keeps you fresh and funny, and uh, you can do a podcast much better when you're cloned. Yes. But yes, <laughs> that's we. The that's fact number two. Fact number two. We, as I say, we need to get as many facts in as we can before this show ends. Yes, um, because this is episode 999. And as, as all of you that have listened to the last 998 episodes, of which there have definitely been 998 episodes, there have indeed. That definitely have been. And if, if you can't find 998 episodes, it must be you. you you've, you're doing something wrong with the internet. Just 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 smack the internet a few times that you should find them. Yes. Download every single one to your hard drive. It won't block it, I swear. Down, um, download our secret computer virus that will take over the Pentagon. I mean, every one of our episodes. Uh, because well, as... This is episode 999 out of a thousand. The long time listeners will know. 1,000 episodes and we'll finally be free of this curse. This terrible, terrible curse. And for those of you who have only just tuned in, one, so wow. Terrible, Kyle. <laughs> this is This is the worst time to tune in. You've only got this episode and then the next one. You might as well just turn off now. But if you are new to the podcast... No, um, don't listen to him. <laughs> turn, we, turn it back on. Me, all, of, all of you that turned the podcast off, turn it back on right now. Okay. Have you done it? Good. Uh, to explain, yes, hundreds of years ago, me and Nathan were backpacking through Egypt when we accidentally woke up this ancient witch who cursed us to record a thousand podcasts and we're not allowed to finish our lives or finish anything until we've done a thousand podcasts. Exactly, exactly. And finally, we have reached, we have nearly reached it. God, wouldn't it? 99 episodes, Kyle. It feels like so much less, but yet so much more. It really does. It feels like so many less. It feels like potentially 900 less than that. (laughs) Possibly. obviously it's not. It's obviously not, because we are approaching episode 1000. Yes. It's taken us many years to do this. We obviously started this podcast back in 2020, and it is obviously now the year 2035. Yes. Uh, it's it's really nice living up here on the moon. Why? Why would you live on the moon? Because it's 2035. It's 2025. 2020-35. <laughs> it's actually a thousand... We're way in the future. <laughs> I mean, we've already 
We've already fucked up my scenario with this intro, Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) You're the one who changed the date for no reason whatsoever. It had nothing to do with our 999 episodes. That's how we got to 999 episodes. It took us t- it took us 15 years, Kyle. 15 years. I know. We we're just really fast at doing podcasts. We've released like one a day for the past thousand oh, of course. days. As, oh, as we established um a long time ago, and all our long-time listeners would know, me and Kyle actually never stopped recording a podcast. We just no. we've just been talking non-stop since we met up um in London those few years back. And we just um, we just release a podcast whenever we feel we've had enough of a conversation to release. And then we continue to talk. That's beautiful. Which which begs the question of how we've managed to have so many things happen to us if all we've done for the last couple <laughs> of years is talk to each other. I mean, we've just constantly got earpieces in. We go about our day-to-day no, of business. Course. We're, we're narrating our lives to each other <laughs> as we're living our lives. Yeah. I have to admit, Carl, I really wish you would stop narrating your lovemaking to me. <laughs> and in, it's and hard out, to go to and sleep in, and you're... out. <laughs> I'm sitting there trying to read a book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're reading the book to me as I'm going at it. it, 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 it that's what turns me on, Nathan. That honestly, that's that's like you're reading the Three Little Pigs, and I'm like, oh yeah, what's that bad wolf gonna do now? He's that gonna huff and he's gonna puff. Oh wow! Anyway, the premise of this show is that we create. The premise of this show? The, 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 I mean, there has been for the last nine hundred and ninety-eight episodes, so there might as well oh, be I this forgot. time. So, just to remind Nathan and the listeners at home, the premise of this show is that we create scenarios for each other, resulting in two possible outcomes. We'll discuss each outcome's pros and cons and decide definitively on the correct answers. Yes, for nine hundred and ninety-eight episodes, we have delivered you our audience the truth the wisdom that between me and kyle our collective wisdom that makes us so wise and wisdonious and wisdom we know wisdomous we are wisdomous we are wisdonious we are wis wis dynamite and we're pretty smart too yeah and we've and given we've given you so many facts. Like every episode, we dish out about twenty different facts, oh, and that yeah. is fact and four for the episode. That's fact four for the episode, but fact um, seven thousand six hundred ninety-two of um, overall. Wow, mm. that's a lot of facts that you've and all that, written down in your fact book. Yeah, you, every single one of you should have an individual fact book, or you can order our fact book on our um, our merch store. Yes, for only ninety nine ninety five. Bargain. 95. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we should have put it at 999. It, it should be whatever episode we're on. That's how much. What was the episode one? Be. It was one pound, Kyle. Yes, well, if people had got in off the ground, you know, in the first episode, they would have got it for a pound. But now... Every single got... one of you that didn't, yeah. from episode one, order our merch... Oh, shame on you. You deserve what you get. You deserve to spend a thousand pounds on a book. For shame. Shame. Now we've done shaming all of our listener. Um, it is time <laughs> to get on with the show, Nathan. Um, so this week, oh, now this week has been a glorious week for two very specific people in your life. Oh, of course. Well, it's always a glorious week for the people in my life. They're people in my life. Yes, but you've had you've had a lot of friction with these people over the years. I'm obviously talking about your neighbour, the teenage old man with a glorious moustache, 
Mr. Winter. You know, I've moved at least five times um, since we started this podcast, and he's always been my neighbour. <laughs> he's just always there. He's it's always weird. there. He tells me it's a coincidence, and obviously I believe him. But it all st- it all started when you stole his newspaper one day, he took a picture of you naked and sent it to your mum, and your rivalry has just gone on from there. Classic neighbour antics. Yeah. But he did find love during those uh, hard times. He found the monocle-wearing and smoking-jacket-wearing anthropomorphic rabbit man, Cornelius Whiskers. Oh, I remember Cornelius Whiskers. I used him to... Uh, in my war against the orphans you did indeed um and they both hated you with a fiery passion and joined each other in their hatred for you and at least at least i've contributed the pursuit of love you have indeed and nathan this week you got an invitation through your front door inviting (gasps) you to their wedding oh my god i know drop the cheerios that i'm obviously walking around the house eating <laughs> just at what out of the box out oh yeah i pour the milk into the box you pour milk into a box and then, and then I you pour just... the box into my face oh okay you don't even then use your hands or anything my face wow <laughs> you it's drop... a glorious system kyle you should try it you drop your box of cheerios and you see a beautiful embroidered uh, envelope. And uh, yeah, it says you were invited to the wedding. I, che- I check the name on the invitation. Yeah, it is Mr. Winters and Corn- Cornelius Whiskers. But the um, name that they're invi- of the person they're inviting. Is it the name, of, the name of the person they're inviting is uh, Nathan plus guest. <gasps> I know. Amazing. This when, is when great is news. When is the wedding? Well, it's already happened, obviously, because we're retelling this story. But it said on the uh, invitation two days from now. Bloody hell, that short notice. It is. But also, the invitation says the invitation doesn't give a date. It just says two days from now. It just says two days from now. So they're hoping that you're presuming that the post service is on the ball, which obviously in the UK always is. Always is. 100% perfect. Come rain nor sleet nor snow, nothing will stop our loyal postman. So, yeah, you you know that you've got this wedding to go to. Uh, so obviously you uh, find your plus one. Um, well, no, the first thing I do, Kyle, is I look down at my bul- bulbous belly and think, oh, my God, I have to fit into a wedding suit. And I run to the nearest gym and I <laughs> run on a treadmill for six hours. <laughs> Wonderful training montage over. <laughs> The thing is, like, you thought that you were mortal enemies and everything. You became the lollipop king. You took over the role that Mr. Winters was supposed to have. He swore... I mean, I thought we had reached peace. And then I obviously became the lollipop king. And obviously my my dominion over the world is is still growing, Kyle. As we all know, eventually um, I will control all the streets and I will tell everyone when they can go and when they can stop. But until then, you know, I know I like to have a bit of a break every now and then. It was my day off. That's why I was eating Cheerios out of the box direct yeah. into my face. So, uh, yeah, he, he had sworn his revenge upon you. But somehow you were still invited to the wedding. It said on the back, let's let bygones be bygones. Let's bury the hatchet. A single tear runs down my face, followed by several more tears. Two days later, you turned up at that wedding. Whoa, 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 whoa. let's not skip ahead. 
Oh, I do the I do the training. Tell me montage. what else happened, please, please. I, I do my training montage running on the treadmill. I, I'm pulling a train along um, a tra- train tracks. I'm, <laughs> yes. um, I'm juggling because that somehow helps. <laughs> well, on a unicycle. Yeah. And then I go suit shopping. Wow. I find a white suit to show your innocence. Obviously. Obviously, white suit, blue shirt, white tie. Fantastic. Top hat. Solid gold shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually quite painful, to be honest, Carl. I've been <laughs> I mean, excruciating pain. I mean, it must help with your working out, though, because every time you have to lift your foot, you're like lifting. Yeah, my, my, um, my ankles are huge now, Carl. Good, good. I'm glad. I've you still look... got the belly. It didn't, I didn't, somehow <laughs> I didn't lose the weight, but I've got massive arms and ankles. <laughs> And crippled feet. Yeah. Yes. I do have to crawl everywhere now. My legs are dead. But but obviously two days from now, where is the wedding happening? Wedding is happening at the big, glorious church in your hometown. (gasps) St. Sebastian's Solitude Sanctuary. Of course. Where else? Well, I've got my suit. I've got my solid gold shoes. I've got no use of my legs anymore. It's time to go for a wedding. Awesome. So, Nathan, you rocked up at the wedding with, obviously, Marjorie Buttersnatch, uh, the most beautiful woman that you'd ever met. I knew you couldn't stay away for long, Marjorie, especially after I kidnapped your family. You did indeed. Let me return to you safe once this date is over. I mean, even I even I was there at the wedding, I remember. I was there oh, yeah, at my... my... Oh, my plus plus one. Yeah, no, I know Cornelius Whiskers and Mr. Winter. <gasps> Remember they tied me to a a bomb or something at some point. No, Cor- uh, um, uh, Mr. Winters was your surgeon, and he put a, um, a bomb in your stomach. That's it, that old chestnut. Oh, he's a fun guy. So I was there with my six wives. My creepy son Jeffrey, he was a flower boy. Ah, oh, beautiful. He's throwing the flowers onto the ground, and then they withered and died. And turned to puddles of blood, which was really weird. <laughs> So beautiful, Kyle. Yeah. I can't believe this day is finally happening, can you? I can't believe it either. I'm I'm looking I was looking up at the front and I saw both Mr. Winters with his glorious moustache, Cornelius Whiskers in his uh, little tux. They looked beautiful together. Yes. <sighs> I wink at every single one of your wives that I've obviously had affairs with. You have, you have slept with every single wife uh, that I own. <laughs> That you own. Because I course. own them. That's, all, that's, all, that's how wives work. Yes. Your father traded um, a sheep for each woman. <laughs> a sheep of the same approximate weight. That's how you um, determine the worth of a woman. Yes. The weight in sheep. Yes. <laughs> I forget where we were at. I regret nothing that I've ever said. <laughs> Let that be a quote on my head on my tombstone. <laughs> I bet people are glad that this is the second to last episode. <laughs> Just my tombstone. I have no regrets. Fuck you all. But yes, this is a beautiful occasion. It is a beautiful occasion. Choirs singing. Even the Prime Minister of the country, Dennis Ironically, is standing by. Uh, saluting oh. the guys. Um, it's nice that he took time out of um, ev- evicting all of doctors and nurses from the country and sending them to gulags. Yes. It's I mean, nice that... that he took his time out of that to officiate a wedding. Yes. And rising up from the front of the room appears the Krampus. 
the Krampus is wearing a. No, 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 no. It's not Christmas. It's not Christmas. <laughs> I, I run screaming away from the, <laughs> from the reception. Wait, Nathan. It's not Christmas. I'm here. I, I also uh, sideline as a priest on on the weekends, just to, just to do weddings. I'm not here oh. for you. I swear. You're not here to horribly mutilate me and, and no. me in ways that I will never, ever, ever, ever recover. No, not at all. <laughs> oh, well, then it's good to see you, Krampus, my boy. And I stand up and I shake his hand. Uh, Mr. Winters sort of is looking a little irate at this point, turns to you. Nathan, please take your seat. It is time for the wedding to begin. Of course, I, I can't tell you, Mr. Winters, how grateful I am. That you sent this invitation. Well, I just thought that I'm getting married now. I can't have any old past rivalries. Put it there, friend. And he holds out his hand to you. I take his hand and I say, you look beautiful. Thank you, Nathan. Yes, thank you, my friend. Cornelius Whiskers pipes up. Oh, I look down in between me and (laughs) Mr. Winters. Oh, hello there. Uh, Cornelius Whiskers takes out a little timepiece. Now, come on, we're very late. Of course, I take my seat. You take your seat and the wedding starts to go off. The Krampus gives an impassioned speech about love and how these two belong together. Soulmates brought together by their hatred of one man. I promised myself I wouldn't cry. <laughs> yeah, I'm at the back. Just I wipe my tears on, Mar- on Marjorie Buttersnatch's um, um, scarf. Yeah, and whispering she... in her ear. It's okay. Your family will be safe soon. Please, just don't hurt me. <laughs> You're safe for the wedding. Oh, I see. Why did I choose this character? I don't know. No one forced me into this. I mean, it's quite rude of Marjorie to be whimpering while this beautiful I wedding know. is going on. I do have to remind her, be respectful, this is a wedding. I will kill your entire family if you don't stop. Yeah, you just got a reminder every now and then. Exactly. Manners cost nothing, Kyle. Yeah. I can see you sitting there with your six wives and your creepy psychic son, and you're all sitting in perfect silence. Yeah, I mean, that is because I've got headphones on and I'm playing my Nintendo Switch, but that's besides the point. I'm distracted is the thing. And all six of your wives are sitting there calmly staring at you with silent hatred. Yes. That's how it's meant to be. That is how it's meant to be. But you, your eyes are only on these two beautiful fellows getting married. But you suddenly notice one of the pillars at the back of the room, right near where Cornelius Whiskers is, is cracking. And in an instant, the pillar starts to fall from the sky. And you have a split second, a split choice to make, Nathan. In this moment, you can either push Cornelius Whiskers out of the way, impale yourself on this spike and save Cornelius Whiskers' life, cementing your friendship with Mr. Winters forever. Or you can let Cornelius Whiskers die and save yourself. Well, this took a turn quickly. Am I the closest one to Cornelius Whiskers? No, but everyone else is too shocked to do anything. Oh, I see. And obviously... I'm too busy playing my Nintendo Switch. Oh yeah, you're you're definitely busy playing your Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Jeffrey is busy um looking at birds and they explode in the sky. Yeah. 
I'm not the closest, but yet it is my responsibility, my sole responsibility to save Cornelius Whiskers. Listen, Nathan, you you know that you and Mr. Winters have almost put your rivalry behind you. This could cement everything. You could be the saviour, the hero that everyone remembers. But I could die, Kyle. You, you could, and very likely would. Ooh, but if I don't do it, I know... Mr. Winters will blame me. He will blame you for the death of his betrothed, his beloved. What's the Krampus doing right now? Isn't he all-powerful? No, the Krampus is busy reading from his scripture. Oh, of course, he's busy The giant demonic being that has the power to do all these horrible tortures to me is powerless because he's reading. Exactly. It makes perfect sense. I am the only one that can do anything. Yes. And there's not time for me just to yell, look out? No. Uh, Cornelius Whiskers has seen that it's going to fall, but he's frozen with terror. Oh, I see. So even Cornelius... What about Mr. Winters? Isn't he going to push Cornelius Whiskers out of the way? Mr. Winters is going through his... Uh, his speech. He is declaring oh, his love. He's looking at a piece of paper. <laughs> he's incapable of doing anything else. Exactly. Do you see the predicament you're in now, Nathan? I've explained to you every possible reason why you mm. and solely you are the only person in the you're entire church. Right, even right. It's not contrived at all that I am the only person that can do anything about this situation. Yes. Despite the fact that we've established I am not the closest. No. Remotely the closest to Mr. Whiskers. But it is my responsibility. I see it. The world slows down and I see the pillar falling towards Cornelius. I think back to when I first met Cornelius all those years and years ago when I fell down that little hole and I harnessed him to wage war on orphans. I never thought I'd one day be at his wedding, mainly because I thought he was just a rabbit and I didn't realise he was a person. In fact, I don't actually know if this marriage is legally binding because he's a rabbit. (laughs) All these thoughts come to me as the time slows down and all these rocks are falling. If I don't do this, me and Mr. Winters have finally reached peace. Yeah, this this would tear that apart. All the things that Mr. Winters has done to me over the years, sending that naked picture of myself to my mum. Yeah. Putting a bomb inside your stomach just to get to me. Trapping me on the island of um, social media zombies. Yes. And other things I'm sure that he's done. Oh, many, many. Too many to count. There was that time that he um, he ate the last cake before I, I had it. The last Mr. Kipling's lemon slice. It still hurts, Kyle. <sighs> Finally, that period of my life would be over. I would no longer have to live my life watching out for Mr. Winter's latest revenge scheme. But if I did it, I could die. There is that. There is that. But Nathan, think about this. If you died saving someone's life, you are guaranteed all of the negative things you've done in your life. The orphan murder, the puppy murder, the murder murder... All of that, murder, murder. Oh, yeah. yeah, all of that will be wiped clean because you did a selfless thing. You well, saved the we life. We all know that's how karma works. The mm. last thing you did is what determines if you're good or bad. Yes, and Nathan, you would go to the good place. I would go to the land where comic books are free. Yes, and gumdrops go grow on trees. Where the sky rains cider. And um, other good things 
Yes, Nathan, you will go somewhere over the rainbow. I'll have 20 nipples. <laughs> if that's what you want, then that is what you shall get. Oh you will God. get your just rewards. Damn it. Don't <laughs> save his life, and you are most definitely going to go to hell, where Mr. Chiddlefright will torture you for eternity. Oh, God, Mr. Chiddlefright. I leap out of my altar, running down the pew, screaming, No! push Cornelius Whiskers out of the way. And as you do, Nathan, Mr. Winters looks up from his speech, sees that you're about to get impaled, and he dives at you, knocking you out of the way. <laughs> and instead, Mr. Winters is impaled as he's lying there on the ground, dying. He looks up at you. Nathan! You don't, don't, don't try and speak, Mr. Winters. You, you, you saved my, my beloved Cornelius. Thank you, thank you so wait wait before you go oh yes i've got a little left in me before i die (laughs) oh i'm back for a little bit Uh, yes what was it nathan your wedding present i pull out of my back pocket the newspaper that i stole from him all those years ago it really has come full circle I think, my friend, that that was a real death. Cornelius Whiskers drops to his knees, Uh... strokes Mr. Winter's hair, then looks up at you. Nathan, you saved my life. Yes, I'm as surprised as you are. You truly are meant for heaven, my friend. And the camera pulls out, out of the church, into the sky, and we see a smiling Mr. Winters. Uh, <laughs> like a, a ghostly image of him walking oh, into yeah, the clouds. The ghost of uh, Mr. Winters. Yes, he's walking into the clouds, and he turns one last time. He's holding the newspaper, and oh. he waves at the audience before vanishing into the day. Wow. So yeah, that's what happened to you this week, Nathan. Yeah, it was an eventful wedding. Yeah, the reception was was cracking though. They had they had these tiny little. Like it was. I mean, they did have those little lemon slices, the ones that uh, Mr. Winters took the last of of yours that one time. Uh, he got them in specifically. Pate yes. And, like, tiny little, tiny little mushrooms. Mini quiches. Oh, little baby. Volovons. Or oh, whatever those are. And Nathan, pineapple and cheese on a stick. <gasps> Nothing is more fancy than pineapple and cheese on a stick. Unless, and it was, pinned into a watermelon. Oh dear. To look like a hedgehog. Yes, I know. The best wedding you've ever been to. Apart from Mr. Winter's dying, of course. Yes, yeah, of course. But you'd buried the hatchet. You have gained all of your goodness points. Mm, You're on an up. And it's a good good place to end. uh, I mean, unless something terrible happens in the next podcast. It's a good place to end our... uh, But what's the chances of that? Oh, practically zero. Practically. I have cleared the slate. Yes. I have now redeemed myself for all the bad things that I've ever done, because obviously, as we all know, doing one good thing makes up for thousands of bad things. Yes, definitely all the puppy slaughter. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, But I have now cleared the slate. I am redeemed. And I think it's fair to say nothing could possibly happen to change that. Well, that was that was my week, Carl, and that was it was eventful. Well, I guess you could say so. Mm. Mine, however, I, I I don't think it was that eventful, but no, well, actually, your week was quite uh, average, mm. actually. 
it was just the same as it's always been. You had yet another long week working in the hot dog factory. Yes, after the Cashewnade empire disbanded, I had to get a job at the hot dog factory. Absolutely, absolutely. And whereas we all know, you know, we all know how the hot dog is made. You have to put puppies into a furnace and melt them into sausages. I do indeed. I've I've sort of t- taken tips from you. Like I had to phone you up and ask you like you like what's the best way to incinerate a dog? Oh yes, I mean I could tell you the exact boiling temperature. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's grueling work, as anyone oh, yeah. who's ever had to kill thousands and thousands of puppies a day would ever tell you. <laughs> grueling work, day after day, dumping a box of puppies onto the conveyor belt, yes. watching their sad little eyes as they go into the bone grinder 9000. And obviously you've been doing this for so long now. I mean, you couldn't count the number of puppies that you've, um, that you've seen crushed Seven thousand one hundred and twenty-six. <laughs> I see. But last week, that the seven thousandth one hundred and twenty-sixth puppy yeah. was apparently the final straw. You had just had enough. I had. You saw the latest batch. You saw a thin, lanky sausage dog marching to, down towards the grinder and the smelter, and you decided no. Enough is enough. I saw myself in that dog that day. <laughs> you did indeed. Some you might pre- say I had taken too many magic mushrooms and I was hallucinating, but I swear he had my face. <laughs> he had your face, you had his face. Who's to say who's Where face one is face ends and one begins, I know. Exactly. I, know. I mean philosophers have been asking that question since the dawn of time, I'm sure. I've not looked it up, but I'm sure that sentence I just said was right. Fact five for the episode, then. Exactly. Bank it. Bank it. Bank that fact. Bank that fact. Oh, we should have been saying that every time we do a fact. <laughs> Bank that what fact. What figure out on the 999th episode <laughs> is the catchphrase that we should have been using this whole time. Damn it. We've been waiting 999 episodes to get our catchphrase, and there it is. We should have been saying bank that fact and we should have had a sound effect. Oh, yeah, like a dollar sign. Ka-ching! Oh, yeah, well, ka-ching. Anyway, sorry, continue. Well, yes, you pressed the emergency stop button. You took out the crowbar and you released the cages. All the canines were running to freedom. Run free, my pretties! Run free! Yes, but that's when security showed up. Bruno and Boris. Johnson? Yes, he's fallen hard times. <laughs> and, his, and also his his his, his older um, his older brother. brother. Bruno. Bruno Johnson and Boris Johnson. Kyle. Yes, he's done so. So he's um Carl, you shouldn't have done that. I I'm sorry, Boris Johnson, my boss. And security guard. No, 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 I'm Bruno. I, I, oh, I'm sorry, sorry. It's very hard. You look very similar. Yeah. If you think back to the days of ancient Greece and the Appalachian texts, well, then obviously the price of fish has gone up. And, um, you know, this conversation goes on for 60 more minutes and absolutely nothing of um, any substance is said. Um, but after that, Bruno yeah. holds up a hand and goes, Boris, I don't think we've gotten off track a little bit. 
Kyle, you shouldn't have done that. I just couldn't take it anymore. Those dogs deserve life. I understand. Unfortunately, it is company policy that we brutally kill anyone that releases the dogs immediately. And he takes out the the hatchet. Let's not be hasty here, chaps. I'm sure we can come to some sort of arrangement. Boris Johnson goes on for another 65 minutes about um, how the um, pillows in Europe have been dominated by um, the Western... um, the, the Western companies and their brutal stranglehold for too long and how that obviously relates to the um, the ancient uh, Roman texts. Of course. I, I sort of like glaze over as he's talking and then snap back to it when he finishes. Yeah, you snap back to it um, as um, you notice that Br- uh, Bruno has been starting to cut off one of your ears. Uh, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> what what do I what did I do? How did I escape these monsters? Well, obviously, Kyle. Yeah, and I am surprised that you didn't think of it until now. You run, you idiot! <laughs> of course, but you don't. My legs. Don't I always forget. Running. I've got legs. You you forgot you had legs, but then uh, thankfully on the radio that they obviously play throughout the factory to keep morale up, the Benny Hill music starts playing, and you remember I have legs. Yes, perfect. So they chase you up and down the factory. Oh, is it like a Scooby Doo scene? I go in one door, they go <laughs> exactly. in the, another door. I put my head out of like a basket. Yeah, awesome. They chased you up and down the factory yeah. until they got, until you reached the platforms above the smelters, the boiling vats of molten lava that are obviously used in sausage making. Mm, I would know them that's, well. That's just another fact for our listeners. Fact number 12 already? Wow. Fact number 12. Put it in the back. I don't even remember our catchphrase. That's terrible. <laughs> bank that fact. Bank that fact. It's time to bank Ka-ching. that fact. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I can't believe you forgot that already, Carl. Thank that fact. My memory's so it's bad. It's time to fact that fact. It's, it's time to go down to the bank and put the fact in the account. <laughs> it's time to insert the fact up the bank. Wait. <laughs> it's time to fact that bank. Nathan, stop talking nonsense. I'm in front of a vat of boiling dog carcasses. Oh, yeah. What do I do? Has been chopping pieces off you little by little every time he's caught up to you. I know. And Boris has been talking about the um, the the regulations on um, selling fish to uh, Brazil. Oh, the more he goes on, the more I just want to jump into this vat. <laughs> and um, <laughs> you reach the platforms above the smelters and the boiling vats of molten lava, and then as they're coming towards you and you look over the guardrail trying to figure out a way to escape tragedy strikes the guardrail breaks you fall kyle towards the searing boiling lava and do you know what happened next i i can't quite remember please refresh my memory no you're you're not quite sure are you um it's it is a bit vague but yeah well we're not sure how you're still here kyle but i want you to think back okay think back kyle and remember you are in a bright place, a room of pure light. I'm in the good place. You have. I've gone over the rainbow. <laughs> I have twenty-one nipples. 
<laughs> Damn it, you got more than I would. <laughs> and then you saw him, a figure, a tall, towering figure in a dark robe, a large scythe in one hand. This figure walked up to you, and in his deep, chilling voice, he said, Kyle Bennett, you have crossed. <clears throat> Sorry about that. You have crossed over to the lands of the dead. I am here to take you to your next destination. I could not keep up that voice for that long. <laughs> I see, sir. You've come to take me to heaven. He puts his bony hand on your shoulder. I didn't say that. What? I said your next destination. I don't know where you're going to go. It's not up to me. Oh, well, who is it up to then? You'll find out. I can take you to your next place, Kyle. Okay, do it. Do you want to go to the next place? Of course I do. I don't want to stay here with you. I, I, I mean, I, I could I could hang out for a little bit if you wanted. Oh, no, no, you can't stay here. Oh, yeah, yeah, good, good. Cause... You must go forward or, or you could go back. Back? If you truly wish to live, I could give you a second chance. But you must make a choice. To live again will come with a great cost. I see. You could either return to live no longer needing to work. You could retire comfortably today, but all the time that you would have spent working in your life, that time would be deducted from your lifetime. Or you can return to live for a thousand years, but you will never be allowed to retire. I would I would be working at the hot dog factory my entire life. Yes. For a thousand all years. I could send you back now. You can quit today, but however much time that you would have spent at work over your lifetime, I would take that away. Let's Maybe. say you have 40 years left of life. At least 20 of those years would be spent working. Yeah, that is. so we spend half our lives working. Oh, I'm sure. Don't you find that rather tragic, Death? I do not care. <laughs> I'm sure you don't. But like, if, if you were... I mean, human... you're complaining about your job. I've been doing this job for 20 billion thousand years. Wow. Wow. Who who was the first person that you you took across? Oh, Grog. Grog. Wow. Was that a dinosaur? No, 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 it was a caveman. Dinosaurs aren't real, right? Yes, they, of course. They, that's they, fact number that's fact number 13 of they, the they, episode. They were made up by scientists to um, As we disprove all God. <laughs> Yes, exactly. They, they they cloned dinosaurs and then they killed them to get the bones. That's where all the dinosaur bones come from. Yes, I see. As we all know, if you've read the Bible, which is obviously 100% accurate, mm -hmm. the first living creatures on the planet were man. Yes, not caveman either. Oh, no, no, they were caveman. Fully formed man. No, no, they were caveman. So Adam and Eve were cavemen? Yeah. Okay, but they, he called himself Grog back then. I guess. Oh, yeah, I suppose Adam would be the first person to die, wouldn't he? Shut up, I'm deaf. Don't you dare argue with me. <laughs> Listen, death. I've got a tough decision to make. I'm just making jokes here. Now, let me it's let me think about this very seriously. It's not a laughing matter at all. So, I, I, I... Oh. Knock, knock. Who's there? Death. Death who? <laughs> death you. Okay, you, you, your humour needs a little work, death. Um... <laughs> Maybe read a few joke books or something. How Look, dare you? 
Will you leave me alone and let me come to this decision, please? The more you I'm talk sorry, to me, the I longer did, I'm going to stay sorry, here. I'm only giving you a second chance at life here. Forgive me if I wanted to have a bit of conversation. No one ever wants to hang out with death. They all want to go on to heaven or they want to go back to life. I haven't had a conversation in 20 million years. I'm so sorry, death. I haven't please, had a just... toilet break in 15 billion years. Oh, well, you know what? You go for a toilet break now. I'll let you and I'll come to my decision by the time you get back. How's about that? All right, fine. Don't try and skip ahead to one of the other places because uh, without without me, you your soul will be torn to shreds. Oh, also, Death, um, you, you, you'll you know this. How's Mr. Winters doing? He died last week. <sighs> Where did Mr. he Winters. end up? Well, I really shouldn't tell you this. It's against the rules. Oh, I see. But how could anyone with such a beautiful moustache go anywhere but heaven? That's all I needed to know. Thanks, Death. Such a beautiful moustache. So much better than your scraggly beard. <laughs> Mine's painted on death. Oh, it's not tell. real. It's absolutely pathetic. I can't grow facial hair. I can barely grow eyebrows. <laughs> you should learn a thing or two from Mr. Winters. I mean, if he were still alive to teach you how to grow a moustache, which is obviously yes. something that you can be taught to do. Anyway, uh, so I have a choice to make. I've got to either. Right, I'm going to go take a whiz. Yes, you 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 go off. Death. I think I think there's a toilet around here in the Alpha Centauri system. Okay, I either. Oh, I no, live, wait, that's a storage cupboard. I live um, a thousand years. Or, that's all. That's all the um, souls of the damned. No, wait, hold on, hold on. Or I will live like how many years? Twenty. Oh God, years? that's all the murdered puppies. There's so many murdered puppies in this room. Yeah, twenty years. Um, or a thousand, but a thousand that I'd be working. Well, let's go through this, Carl. Okay. That number, the 20 years number, was just a random number given to you. It depends on when you're destined to die. Yes. Who knows? Because I mean, I get into a lot of scrapes. Exactly. When is your destined death date? And if we deduct however much time you'll be working from that time, mm. potentially you may not have that much time left. Yeah, you could make this deal. They deduct all the all the years that you're spending your life working, and you will already be dead because you were destined to die ten years from now. Yeah, if I lived a thousand years, but I was working that entire time, am I living? Am I enjoying that life? I mean, obviously, you still you know it's still just the eight hour days. It's not. Yeah, like, I still get it's the not evening. Twenty four seven work. Yeah. But you would I mean, still, you would never be allowed to retire. No, I, I, I like the thought of living a thousand years because I, if I made my aim in life, my job, my work to be fighting against the evil people who slaughter puppies and turn them into hot dogs, if that is my life's work, then I'm doing I mean, a service. If, if you enjoy your work, you never work a day in your life. Yeah, that's what people say, isn't it? It's mm. certainly a thing that people say. That is certainly a thing people say. So I've just got to find a job that I really love. Something mm. that, that I am passionate about going to and doing every day. Whether I'll find that and get that ever. I mean, I've got a thousand years to try. I mean, you're never allowed to retire. So you're, you're never allowed no. to quit. You can't quit your job and search for another job. I have I have to yeah. secure another job and then Before transition. You yeah. Exactly. You, you're never allowed a period of time. No, I can't even have a day off. <laughs> exactly. No, you're, you're, you've, by agreeing to this, you relinquish all days off that you would ever be owed. 
I still think, Nathan, that living for a thousand years trumps the short, short amount of time I would get. And and you get bored. You're not you you don't have a job, you don't have a purpose in life, you're just sitting around watching TV. Yes, it's fun for a few weeks, but you would get bored eventually. Well, you know, a few weeks is all you've got, Carl. That it could be all I've got. No, I I and that is why I decided and that is why I had to dedicate my life to making podcasts. And every day since I have made a podcast with you, and that's how we've managed to get to 999 episodes. Full circle, everything makes Speaking sense. Speaking of circles, is that yes. the toilet I'm here flushing? Aha, uh-huh. I think death may be returning. You hear death zip up his um, robe and he walks <laughs> back over. He's got a zip on his long black robe, wow. Ah, God, I've been needing that. You're welcome. So, have you made your choice? I have indeed. I I have chosen to work for the next 1,000 years, every single day. Well, he holds out his bony hand. I see you've made your choice. I shake his hand and nod. I have. He leans in close, whispers in your ear, I didn't wash my hands. And he pushes <laughs> you backwards through a portal. <laughs> Amazing. And Filthy bastard. Yes. In... The hot dog factory lying on the floor next to the big smelt smelter. Somehow you didn't fall into the vat of lava at all. You fell alongside it and you sustained no injuries. It's a miracle. Amazing. Boris I... and Bruno run on over to you. Well, I see you you fell. I mean that clearly this is the fault of the European Union and the regulations. You fell. Fuck you guys. Um, I'm going to go get another job. (laughs) Damn it. Well, I could get fired, though. They they run on over. Well, we were going to fire you, but for some reason we've decided not to. (laughs) You just feel compelled. I can never be fired. (laughs) They pick you on up. All right, we've captured all the dogs. You're going to have to uh, put them back through the grinder. I suppose, but one day, one day I will rise up against you and I will save these poor defenceless puppies who look just like me. (laughs) Bruno and Boris walk away from you laughing. Well, Boris laughs. Bruno looks back at you right at the end and you see sympathy in his face, almost like he wishes for you to succeed. Then Boris grabs him and goes, come on, Bruno, we've got more puppies to capture. (laughs) Yes, Boris. <laughs> Fantastic. And they pick up their giant nets and they get on their on their, on their bicycle. Yeah, their tandem they bicycle. <laughs> well, there you go. I th- this has been an educational storytelling bonanza. I, I certainly didn't know that. We've learned. We've learned how hot dogs are made. We've learned hot dogs are made by the ex prime minister and his um, giant, dumb-witted, hulking <laughs> brother um, going around town on a on a bike made for two, catching yes. dogs in nets, and then they take the dogs to a factory and where melt Kyle them down. <laughs> yeah, feeds them into a conveyor belt and has them melted down into sausages. I do indeed. We found out the truths about life and death and how the afterlife works in all of its multiple multiple ways. How you can get into heaven, how you get into hell. I found out that I'm definitely going to heaven. That's amazing. You, you found out that there's a way out of the afterlife. Yeah, so, you know, we've, we've both really... Death. 
Yeah, we've really messed with uh, time and space we've, itself. We've messed with time and space and the very order of reality itself. Wow. And with one more episode to go, what are we going to discover next week? I don't know, but you have at least a thousand years to figure that out. I do. I, of course, will finally be allowed to die after we finish our thousandth podcast. Unless somehow something happens. I'm sure nothing will. <laughs> this has been If You Had To, though. Um, if you like the episode, you could, you can follow and subscribe to the podcast on Patreon. But to be honest, we're doing one more episode, so it's probably pointless now. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter <laughs> at Kyle M. Bennett. That's Kyle I mean, underscore... What is- what if we get all the listeners? What is this? Yeah. Is finally the episode this after 998 that we finally make money? Follow me on Twitter at Kyle M Bennett. That's Kyle underscore M underscore Bennett with two N's and two T's. And you can follow me at N Vozniak Art. That's N for Nathan W O Z N I A K A R T. Or you can follow me on Instagram at Nathan Vozniak. Nathan is spelt the same way, and Vozniak was spelt the same way that I just spelt it a second ago. So just you know, rewind the podcast ten seconds, or or look up that um, computer guy who has the same name as me, who unfortunately is not a blood relative and refused to give me his money. The bastard. 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 I have been a hot dog making, thousand year living workaholic, and I was invited to a wedding. <laughs> Mister Winters is dead, Nathan. Mister Winters is dead, but he died. My friend. He died doing what he loved, getting dying. married. <laughs> dying. He loved dying. I'll see you next time for episode 1000, Carl. See you there. I'll see you soon. It's time. <laughs> Jesus. Stop, stop, stop trying to give us catchphrases. It's the 999th episode. We haven't had catchphrases up till now. We cannot introduce them now, Kyle. Take that to the bank. What? <laughs> Brother!